You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is A's All Night. Laureano has hit it out again. Ace Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. Welcome into A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen. The A's bounced back from Wednesday's loss with a come-from-behind 7-3 win over the Red Sox to take three out of four from the defending world champs. Things did not start out great for the green and gold, however, as the Red Sox were able to score two runs in the first inning thanks to bases-loaded walks issued by Oakland starter Brett Anderson. And that's outside, and that's a walk to Bogarts, and the Red Sox take a 1-0 lead. And Bogarts gets the RBI the easy way, and Scott Emerson, his pitching coach, is coming out. Hold the open stance, and here's the pitch to him, and that is outside. Man alive. Two bases loaded walks, and it's 2-0 Red Sox. And Anderson right now up on top of the hill receives the throwback from Fegley. The picture of frustration as the Red Sox have taken a 2-0 lead on a couple of bases loaded walks. Leading 2-0, one of Boston's many superstars flexed his muscles and showed why he led all of baseball in RBIs last season. Swung on, hit toward right, sending Piscotty back. He's going to look at the wall and keeps carrying, and it's up on the steps. J.D. Martinez connects on his third home run of the year, and that ups the advantage to 3 nothing for the Red Sox. So with the score 3-0 and the Red Sox having scored the last six runs of the series, the A's would show the resiliency that they showed so often last season. Steven Piscotty has had a slow start to the young year, but got the A's right back into it with pitch. one swing. And a swung on and hit high there to deep center. Back is Bradley to the track at the wall, and this game is tied. Piscotty goes dead central on Eduardo Rodriguez. And it's a 3-3 ball game. Piscotti's second home run of the year. The kind of lift the A's were looking for today. Mm-hmm. A's skipper Bob Melvin and the A's right fielder Piscotti. Yeah, big day for him. You know, the homer's huge. Now all of a sudden we're back in a game. He threw some, some pretty tough pitches that just in the fact that I was able to lay off told me I was in a good spot and, and that kind of amps me up and, and I get real aggressive then. So sometimes the take can tell you a whole lot, especially when they're good pitches. In the meantime, Anderson had settled down and pitched into the sixth inning, leaving with the lead. Key was keeping the score tied by getting the A's out of a bases-loaded jam in the fourth. Swing and a Miss, got him on the slider, tied him up, and the inning is over. So Anderson escapes trouble, leaves him loaded for the Red Sox, and we go to the bottom of the fourth. A's and Boston still tied to three. The A's starter and Bob Melvin on Anderson settling down. Try to treat it like a series of all games about there and put up zeros. Kind of a grind, but I made the pitch I had to. Yeah, and the way the game started out, the first inning looked like it could get away from us. So Brett, you know, got some outs when he needed to and ended up giving us some length today. You know, we needed him to, to give us at least five innings today and gave us more than that. So it was you know, that was important. That was a big swing. And according to Stephen Piscotti, it was the A's offense turn to pick up the pitching. Brett did a, a fine job today. I mean, quality start in my opinion. And, you know, we, we put up enough runs finally. The pitching has, has picked us up. It's time for us to pick up the pitching. The bottom of the fourth was a big one for the A's. And after a walk and an infield single, it was Robbie Grossman getting the party started. Swung on, lifted down the right field line, slicing away from Betts. That will land. It's a fair ball, squirts in a foul territory. Around third to score is Laureano. Up to third is Fegley. Into second with an RBI double, Robbie Grossman. Welcome to the Athletics, and he unties it. 
gives the A's a 4-3 lead. Remember Mookie Betts' RBI double off the third base bag last night? This time it was the A's turn to catch a break. Swings at the first pitch. It's a high in the air to right center. Bradley and Betts will converge. It will be who? They looked at each other, and it lands on the warning track and bounces over the wall for a ground rule double. And two more runs are in for the Athletics. And the A's are in front, 6-3. to three. Two gold glovers, Bradley and Betts. You take it, I got it, and the A's take advantage. It's five RBIs on the day for Piscotti. That was a gift, no doubt about it. I mean, that ball you know, should be caught, and the fact that I got down was, like I said, it was a gift. <laughs> Baseball's funny sometimes. That, that stuff happens, and fortunately, it bounced in our direction. You know, got a little bit of a gift there, but good karma. You don't see that happen with them much, so you have to take advantage of when you get situations like that, and ended up being a really nice day for them, getting another hit after that. That's Piscotti and Melvin on the quirky play. The A's would add on again in the sixth, thanks to three straight two-out singles capped by Chris Davis. Chris, it's a ground ball up the middle, back a second, into center. That'll be a base hit. And the A's have taken a 7-3 lead. Simeon scores from second. In the ninth, the Red Sox would threaten against Liam Hendricks with the leadoff man on. But incredibly, Mookie Betts decided to test the arm of Ramon Laureano one more time. And it swung on and blooped in the short center. Long run for Laureano, and he's not going to get it. Drops for a hit. Betts is going to Third, the throw and the dive, and out at third! And Luriano gets another assist. The A's love that. It's the first out of the ninth inning. The Red Sox are thinking about a challenge. But why would Betts, down by four runs in the ninth inning, even be thinking about going from first to third? Melvin, Piscotti, and Anderson were all in disbelief that runners are still testing the A's center fielder's arm. Rarely do you see three impactful plays like that in the series because sometimes, you know, they stop running on you, but they continue to be aggressive on them, and every time you made a different play than the, the one before, but all big plays in the course of the game. Yeah, it's really hard to do, and the fact that he's doing it on a consistent basis, and it's just baffling to me that guys are testing him. I don't understand. Uh, got a pretty good track record so um, incredible and elite talent and I uh, love to have him run around in center. Um, just continue to show up his rocket arm. Eventually people are going to stop running on him all together. You know it's fun to watch. Liam Hendricks would then close it out taking three of four from the defending world champs and sending the A's on the road with a six and two homestand. He swung on a ground ball to third right to Chapman. He's got it. Fires it across in time and the A's have completed a great homestand. The A's have beaten the Red Sox by the final of seven to three. The A's take three out of four from the Angels, three out of four from the Red Sox. It's a six and two stand. And as the A's head to Houston, they'll do so with a six and four record. So the A's now embark on a 10 game road trip beginning in Houston on Friday night, where Bob Melvin will hand the ball to Frankie Montas to begin a three game series against the Astros. Chris Townsend will have your pregame coverage beginning at 4:10 before first pitch at 5:10 Pacific time along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen. And this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.